0: The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast, Absolute Radio, and welcome to another edition of Rock and Roll American Football. And it's been a bit of a, well, it's been a bit of a week. We've had some amazing moments, and then from a, a purely selfish, mo- uh, purely selfish point of view, we've had some not so amazing moments. Uh, Sky Sports, Cameron Hogwood joins me again. Cam, uh, how are you feeling? You're all right.
1: i oh, good. Uh, probably just about recovered from the weekend in terms of sleep and, and I don't know how, any, how anyone slept after that weekend so yeah still processing but all good it, all good it, I've
0: that. watched I've watched some of those games several times because it's it's crazy to, to witness and think you know in some of those instances how is this team going to get out of this situation you know particularly the Chiefs uh, you know 13 seconds left or whatever how is that going to happen I mean we'll go on to the divisional the divisional round shortly and then of course we'll Look ahead to the uh, to the championship games, AFC Championship game and the NFC Championship game. I'm, I'm no doubt you know who's already in them by this point, anyway. But uh, we'll speak about that uh, in a moment. I've got to be completely self indulgent here, though, Cam. I really do. As a New Orleans Saints fan, you know when you know when just in life something, you know, you you think, oh, actually, a couple of days ago, I would have had no idea of this, and now it feels like. What well, is an end of an era? Sean Payton, head coach of the Saints, leaving. It's a uh, bit of a, a bit of a shock, to be honest. Cam.
1: Yeah, I mean, we kind of heard murmurs about maybe Sean Payton might be out, but you never really believed it, no, especially particularly from my side. I never really believed he'd be mm. be out this year, and I, I don't know. We don't know what Sean Payton is like behind the scenes, but I'm, I'm guessing he looked at that salary cap situation coming up and <laughs> thought. I was no part of that or Jameis Winston for a couple (laughs) of years. No, it it did take me by surprise and it does put bigger question marks over the Saints as an organization because you knew that that salary cap situation, which looks as tough as any team has to face this season and and the years to come, you knew it was coming, but you kind of felt all right with, with Sean Payton at the top and kind of pulling the strings with that and now you're not quite sure what's happening and... I don't want to kind of throw you guys under the bus and say you're going to collapse all of a sudden, but it does does make for an interesting couple of years, definitely. And yeah, uh, from kind of putting my, myself in the, the shoes of Saints fans, I I can imagine it's a really really tough time to see him go.
0: Oh yeah, I think it's a bit. I mean, obviously from a personal aspect, I mean, he's I think he's warranted a, a break. You know, he's uh, he's been at the Saints for you know fifteen. 16 years, 16 years. So it's a you know, he, he does deserve a break. It's a long time to be a head coach in the NFL. Yeah. Um, that said, uh, after the end of the, the last season, um, you know, in you know, no starting quarterback, are uh, uh, contracted. You know, obviously, Drew Brees has been retired a year now, but I felt all right because I thought Sean Payton's going to be there. Sean Payton always makes it interesting, makes it work. You know, it, offensively, it was a drivel performance over the last few months generally um but he did a great coaching job because he managed to get the saints have a winning record when the 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 talent was was minimal you know and you know you you bring up the the cap situation this is something that has been haunting the saints for a few years and yet they still managed to get around it you know the one thing that i would say is that Jeff Ireland, who is the, almost I guess he's the the I don't know what the official his official term is actually, but is essentially the number two to Mickey Loomis, the general the general manager. He he had, had um job interviews, doesn't look like he's gonna be going anywhere else. Mickey Loomis is the general manager, Jeff Ireland, those still two still together. Those are the ones that are gonna be working their magic to get under the salary cap and um you know will obviously have a massive say. Yeah. In the uh, the draft situation coming up as well, but I think it's just one of those situations where I felt fine going into next season, knowing we didn't have a quarterback, knowing about as you say the cap issues because Sean Payton is there now he's not there. So just from a you know an organisational point of view, just from the team point of view, it does throw the whole franchise into a bit of a flux, really, because no matter no matter who you get as the head coach, they're never going to be Sean Payton. Yeah. But I think that that's something that Saints fans and me you know, myself included, you need to and it'll be difficult, I think, but you need to move on. You need to try and move on because it's just never gonna be it's never gonna be the same.
1: Yeah, I mean, you kind of look in recent years when I don't think you've really had any right to be part of the playoff talk this year given when James slows yeah. down and the quarterback situation altogether, Trevor Simeon comes in, but you're still within touching distance and I think that That is maybe a big part of Sean Payton's legacy that no matter when, no matter how bad things may have looked at times, you were always there or thereabouts. And I I look back to when Drew Brees was kind of missed a lot of time a couple of seasons ago and you're kind of switching between Taysom Hill and Teddy Bridgewater and you're still, I I those those two guys were incredible. And uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of off the field, you look back to kind of tweet about, you look back to after Katrina and everything Sean Mm -hmm. Payton and, and Drew Brees did for that community and, it's just a a huge loss on and off the field, but the, the way, like you say, the way it's run, the way the organization is run, you do you do have faith that if that if anyone can get out of a bit of a bit of a financial right, it is the Saints, and that defense is it doesn't won't become average overnight. It's still a. Exactly. Well, that's,
0: that's one reason why I believe that it'll be Dennis Allen who ends up getting the, uh, the job as head coach. Two reasons, because he's been in the organization now for a few years. He know how he knows how it runs. He knows how Sean Payton ran it. it I'm not saying that he's obviously not going to be Sean Payton, but mm-hmm. he knows the, the structure. He knows the relationships, you know, with the general manager. And as you say, most importantly, is that if he doesn't get the head coaching job, will he want to continue being the defensive coordinator? Yeah. And, you know, maybe for this year, but definitely not in the long term. And you've got a great defense. The defense is working. Why would you tear that up? Yeah. So I guess that's one situation that I can absolutely see happening. Can I just uh, also just say that, you know, the NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, he is, um, you know, he's in the know, that's his job, whatever. Uh, And yesterday... He so Sean Payton did a very long, <laughs> very long uh, you know, uh, press conference. But you know, that's his right. Yeah. And he said, you know, my plans are not to be coaching in 2022. You know, that's just how I feel. And then Ian Rappaport says, Stay tuned after that. <laughs> yeah, Ian, mate, calm down. You know, we're we're still mourning here, Saints fans. You know, yeah. I don't want to have to be thinking about him coming to the Superdome as part of, I don't know, like a Dallas Cowboys team or something like that. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. We realise. We realise that might happen. Don't rub it in. <laughs> it's all right. Ian's not listening. It's fine. But it's uh, <laughs> a, a could, feel could I feel you see like... him coming
1: back? Could you see him coming back after Luke Burke?
0: No, no. I mean, I'd take him. But yep. but, but, but then there has to be several things that would line up because you'd have to get, be in a situation where the head coach is failing yep. because you can't sack a good head coach because – that's that's just not what you do. It does not make sense from an organizational point of view. He's gonna want he's gonna have to want to come back, which isn't necessarily gonna be the the right thing to do. It might not be right for his legacy, you know? Yeah, yeah. So there's I don't know, I don't see it happening personally, but he's still, I think, is still gonna be living in New Orleans, at least for, you know, part of the year anyway. Yeah, I, um, I just hope
1: for kind of obviously it does kind of look like a little bit of a rebuild situation, but I just hope it isn't so bad that it kind of we see Alvin Kamara just fade away or mm. so I love Alvin Kamara and guys like Cam Jordan, who is an incredible player. I just hope it, it doesn't get to a point where yeah. it becomes a little bit like what we've seen around other teams where really good players fall under this, this rebuild. So I do hope for the same. Specifically
0: thing. offensively. Yeah. I can understand I can, yeah. that. That has crossed my mind as well. And you know, teams, teams, players wanted to come to New Orleans for yeah. Sean Payton. So, I mean, we'll just have to see what happens in the offensive staff, really. Um, uh, and also, you know, I think it was kind of, not a given necessarily, but it was kind of thought that Jameis Winston was likely to to come back to be the quarterback of the Saints. You know, I, what happens now? Not to yeah. say that he won't, but also what happens if whoever is the head coach or whoever is the offensive coordinator or whatever, they, just, they, they don't want him. Yeah. Or, so it could be that there's some bizarre situation that happens for the Saints over the next few months. It could be that, yeah, they do draft a quarterback in the first round. So, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, I'm heartbroken. To be honest, uh, Cam, I could speak about this for about an hour yeah. <laughs> about Sean Payton and the Saints. Uh, I need to sort of get, get a lot off my chest, but I think we'll move on because uh, otherwise it'll just be a, jay ranting about sean payton for for a long time uh i mean the divisional round we we touched on it just as, uh, a moment ago didn't we yeah. i mean i don't even know what there is to to it's- say about what it, i i want you to know that i uh that i my four guesses on who was get my guesses my four predictions about who was going to get through three of them were wrong <laughs> so i did not do that right how did you get on
1: I I had the forty ers to win actually. I was oh. of that little pick. um who's I had the Bills to win to be fair. And I mean, was it too
0: far off? Did you have the Rams to win? And
1: did you have no, the Bengals to win? I had a, I had a Bucks
0: Bills Super Bowl, so I got two wrong. I had the Bengals to win. You did have the Bengals to win. Yeah. Um which one is the game that you well I know the answer to this, but I'll let you say it. Which one is the game that you can see? yourself watching again in the future
1: bill chiefs i think definitely the stand out i mean it is tough to kind of put that head the others because the others are so good but yeah just in terms of you, you look at josh allen and patrick mahomes and then you look at teams like the giants and the jets and these guys are playing the same sport when you wouldn't know it <laughs> it's, just, it's, just different, it's different level and that, that that has made a a lot of teams feel incredibly uneasy about their, their situation on the centre. Because you look at these two guys and mm. I I can't wait to watch these two go out here for a decade and beyond. And even Joe Burrow being in that little that little um, that little battle. He'll be in there. Justin Herbert was in there and it's just it was just incredible that Chiefs Bills game. Thirteen seconds and you kinda of hear afterwards Travis Kelsey kind of improvised that that route to get the first down and, and set up that field goal and it was, it, it, in terms of a game that had ever, everything, I'm not sure it gets much better than that.
0: You know, I'm watching that game and I'm thinking, this it's almost a, a travesty that those two teams will never meet in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, because those are the teams that you want to see uh, face each other. And those are the quarterbacks that we'll be talking about in 10 years' time yeah. as well. You know, I, I have no doubt. Josh Allen, in particular, I know the fact that the Chiefs won. Chiefs won 42 36 against the Bills. Um, but in overtime, but Josh Allen, I think, deserves a little bit of credit because, yes, you know, they didn't get to the the title game, but over the last two games, even though they lost in this in the divisional round, I don't think there's been a better quarterback in the whole of football.
1: No, I would agree with that. I think, especially when you consider where Josh Allen's come from, you get kind of so many doubts when he came into the league from Wyoming and about his accuracy and could could he live up with the the best in the league and. He probably he'd probably admit he was atrocious in that first year. Mm-hmm. And I think we're talking about Brian Dable now as a leading head coach candidate because of Josh Allen's transformation. Of course Brian Dable's done a tremendous job of him, but that, that those two have kind of changed mm-hmm. each other's careers and the way we've seen Josh Josh Allen come on in terms of accuracy, but they just he's just an absolute powerhouse when he's carrying the ball as well. And you can give him cool factor design runs. You can you can let him make any throw? And that that Patriots game, he was ridiculous. And then to kind of go toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes, he was just. It, that's why we talk about how unfair overtime can be because you see somebody like that putting a performance like that and come off second best, and it's just like, ah, like you, you feel bad for the guy, but.
0: Yeah, that I mean that, that's so right. And and do you know what? In fact, all of the games, all of the games were insane. And you know, it finished on the best game. I think that that's going to be a universal thought. But yeah. it's um, you know, walk off, walk off field goals for the away teams in. to to win in Bengals, Titans, 49ers, Packers and and Rams, Bucks. So 49ers, Bengals both go through. I just want to have a really quick, you know, chat about the Rams, Bucks game as well, because, you know, you're watching that. It's a a Sunday night, you know, that game is on. Uh, The the Rams are way ahead, way ahead. And then Tom Brady nearly does a Super Bowl, uh, you know, from a few years ago against the Falcons when he was 28-3 down in that game. He was 27-3 down in this game an incredible an incredible uh, finale to to that game final you know final part where it looks like Tom Brady's going back it's 27-27 and the idea that that was not the best game in the day out of two games is a joke the fact that the Rams managed to get through you know with seconds to spare to win 30-27 how is that the how is that and and in theory, that was the worst game of the day.
1: <laughs> it's so, so true. I mean, I think it, the weird thing about it is that even though they came up short with kind of the comeback in the end, I still think that adds to Tom Brady's legacy. That yes. there is no... Everybody was so, so reluctant to bet against him and kind of cool game once the Rams had flown ahead. And you just... There's no other player in the league, I don't think, that you'd, you'd have that kind of mentality with. And you just... You, you really can never, never bet against him. And I know it kind of the Rams had a couple of fumbles. That was that's was fortuitous for the for the bet, um, yeah. for the Bucks. But look, I, don't, I don't I don't know anyone else that leads that kind of comeback. And we, I, I kind of loved that we saw him. His lip was bleeding. He got kind of got flagged for like the first one of the first times time unsportsmanlike right conduct for the first time in his career. And it's just like a a Brady when his back back is against the wall. Is, is more dangerous than ever. And yeah, the fact that we're not talking about that as a game of the day is testament to, to what showed shown uh, the Bills and Chiefs put on.
0: You know, there's been lots of talk, obviously, about Sean Payton over the last 24 hours, but somebody else that might be, you know, leaving the NFL, at least from a, a playing standpoint, is Tom Brady. He might be retiring. Um, it looks like this is the most likely moment in his career that he's going to retire. Does it happen, Cam?
1: I'm still saying no. I still, mm. I still say no because I think he's, for so long, He said he wants to play to 45. And he's coming off a season when he has led the league in passing yards from 43 touchdowns, looked as good as he has in years. He's just looked incredible. And I think it's really hard because he, the thing that will push him to retirement is wanting to spend time with his family, not the the point that he can't play anymore. Which is which is an amazing thing that his age and body is not forcing him into retirement. It's the fact that he wants to spend time with his family, and I still think he'll play another year. You think? I, I could be wrong, but I still think he will.
0: Let's play a game of what's more likely. Okay, so I'll say two scenarios, and you just tell me which one's more likely. I mean, that is a very very easy scenario, <laughs> very easy uh, game. Okay, Tom Brady retiring or Tom Brady winning this year's MVP? Winning MVP? Say. Not really? Oh, even though it's... even though Aaron Rodgers might have it sort of sewn up? Or yeah. do you not think he does?
1: I think it's tired. I, I, I wouldn't want to call it between them two at the moment, I don't think.
0: Okay. Yeah, that is
1: a, Tom... a tough, easy game. Tough,
0: tough dilemma. Tom, yeah, easy Tom Brady retiring or oh, Tom Brady rejoining the New England Patriots or oh, retiring retiring well I'm going to say Tom Brady rejoining the New England Patriots and I'll tell you why because I bet he'll do that thing where he joins them for a day to retire as a Patriot <laughs> so, so sorry Um, it's a trick question I bet, he, I bet he does that though I bet he does yeah. that uh, Tom Brady retiring or the word fetch just taking off fetch fetch okay fetch happen that's, we can, we can try and make it happen. Uh Tom Brady retiring or Aaron Rodgers leaving Green Bay.
1: Tom Brady retiring,
0: I I think. Yeah. So that's 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 testament to what you think is going to happen with Aaron Rodgers then you think he's just going to stay with the Packer.
1: I could see him staying one more year. I could see him staying one more year. When I look around at the situations, I know Denver is kind of look, looking like a leading contender, but I still think maybe one more year, franchise tag Devontae Adams and then I don't think the Packers have the financial um, tools to bring back everyone next year. So I think that would probably be Mark the
0: rebuild. I, mean, I don't think he wants any part of a rebuild. But they could get some uh, draft capital this year, whereas this time yeah. next year they can't get anything, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think he's, they, they voided his 2023 year on his contract. So I think he would go to free agency next year, which I guess does make this year a bit more logical if they were to part. Uh, I personally seem to stay. It's a really tough one because no, I don't think anyone knows what Aaron Rodgers is thinking these days.
0: If I were Tom Brady, I would consider retiring uh, for a couple of reasons. N- number one, because you, you made a good point there about his his legacy and, and, and that last game. Granted, the, the Bucks didn't win, but what a performance in the second half anyway yeah. from Tom Brady. Uh, what a performance throughout the whole season. MVP contender uh the bucks they might they they had some uh receiver issues in the, the the last few games the latter part of the 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 season whether it's injuries or um antonio brown just walking off um there is no there's no saying that the bucks roster is going to be as good as it was this year next year so he might be working with a depleted team and let's be frank, he just might not be as good because he was good this year. He was yeah. very good. So what's the situation where next year? You know, the Saints. are, You know, we, we don't know what's going to happen with the Saints. I suppose um, w- there is a chance that maybe, maybe the, the Falcons get better, or maybe even the Panthers. I'm not necessarily holding my breath, but you know, if they do, the yeah. Bucks might not even win the division, and suddenly his reputation is tarnished. You know, doesn't even get to the playoffs or goes out early on.
1: Yeah, it's, I think he'll be thinking about that kind of rebuild situation as well because we saw the Bucks bring back every single star from last year and yeah. I'm not sure they can do that again. And, well, obviously Antonio Brown's gone and I'm not sure if Grant comes back and that that defense, there's a lot of big contracts on that defense. And, yeah, the, I think he'll look at the season, he'll look at the roster and think, are we going to get to a point where we get to week eight and our season's looking over and I don't really want to play the second half of the season. So...
0: Yeah, and you know, not being funny as well. And I know this is such a you know uh, this will always be on NFL players' minds. I've got no doubt about that. But you know, health and safety is such a big thing. And he has, you just you hope you assume, gotten off okay over the last twenty years. Yeah, you know he's managed to. uh, I'm sure that there's. I hope that there's not issues obviously with him in the future that we find out or anything like that. But who knows what might happen? It just takes one game, doesn't it? So unless he really thinks that they can win the super bowl yeah i don't know if it's and if it's worth it his reputation is 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 an all-time high right now you know the only time, the only way it could be better is if he retired last year you know you yeah. ending on a super bowl but but yeah i mean that's going to be something that i suppose that we're going to find out over the next well, it'll be within the next month or so before free agency, won't it? Anyway, you'd assume. Yep. Um, all right. Well, we'll move on to uh, this weekend. Uh, this Sunday is going to be, well, I think it's going to be quite a day, to be honest with you, Cam, because you've got two games, the AFC Championship, the uh, the NFC Championship. You've got one game, which will be the third time these two teams have played each other. And then you've got another against two really young quarterbacks, one that has Proven himself over the last four years and another in his second season that seems to be, you know, the up and comer quarterback. However, I know I I really like the Bengals. I'm 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 rooting for the Bengals purely for Joe Borrow and the Jamal Chase connection, right? Uh can you see an upset at the Cincinnati Bengals at Arrowhead Stadium against the Kansas City Chiefs? Yes. I you can. I can. I mean, I don't know why I was expecting you to say no.
1: I, I, looking back to the game during the season, I know kind of the Chiefs were did play well that day, but I just think you're gonna have to outscore this Bengals offense. That it's gonna be a shootout, and I still still don't entirely trust this Chiefs secondary. But it's it's so hard because you look at the Bills game and you feel like the Chiefs can beat that Bills team. They can beat anyone now, but there's something about Joe Barr on this Bengals team that you watch a guy get sacked nine times and get up and still throw throw these dimes, and it must be so demoralizing to play against him as a defense because you know he's going to keep coming back. And I just think he'll, I think he's thriving on this playoff stage, and I think he'll give the Chiefs and Mahomes as good as he gets. So I, I can see, I I think the Chiefs will win, I could I could see a Bengals upset. I could, I could definitely
0: see him win. I mean, you you put the, the hit the nail on the head there when you're talking about um, just how many times that he got sacked in the previous game. You know, can he afford to do that again against the Chiefs? Yeah, probably not.
1: Probably not. Would well, <laughs> day like that? But, um, It does make you think if they sort that offensive line out for years to come. Yeah, they'll be a real force.
0: That's what I said the other week, didn't I? I said that. I said that. You know, the 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 one benefit of of there being such a glaring problem is yeah. that you know you need to fix it, and that you've been yeah. playing well, you know, despite it. So if you manage to get it fixed, then who knows what might happen. Um, it's. Uh, it, I think that the Cincinnati Bengals, ah, they they will be pleased to get this far. Is that fair to say, even if they lose? Yeah, I don't. Think,
1: the- I think they would have expected to get to the playoffs. I don't think I'd have expected to get this far. And I think if you look at the reaction from fans, that they nobody expected to get this far, really. But yeah, pleasant surprise. One of my favorite teams to watch this season. Just so much fun. Jamar Chase has been a, a real joy to watch. But for all the the criticism and doubts people threw his way about yeah. coming out to college and those few drops he had in preseason, preseason means nothing. I mean, look looking, we, we we've kind of seen the Bengals adapt, to seeing defenses put these these high-safety high uh, schemes to stop him over the top. And what well, they do, give him the ball underneath and let him run. So it's just a, a pick-your-poison uh, situation with him, and it's great to watch.
0: I mean, it just proves how much you, you sort of read into storylines, don't you, in the, in the yeah. uh, off-season, you know, pre-season, all of this, because you're sort of gagging for some actual news or whatever. You're like, oh, he's dropped a couple balls. That's indicative of his next 10 years. You know, it's just... It's just not true. But what it does is it affects what you, who you choose for fantasy. And I didn't choose him for fantasy because of that very reason. Uh, and I didn't do very well. I came last. So <laughs> definitely didn't do well. Um, we'll go to SoFi Stadium next, the home, the home of uh, this year's Super Bowl, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, the LA Rams against the uh, San Francisco 49ers. 49ers have beaten the Rams twice this season, as they are both in the same division, of course. Can they do it again?
1: Yes. I would say they can. There's something about this 49 Islanders team, and especially against the Rams, kind of that would be in the back of Sean McVay's mind, I think. Yeah. And it just they didn't even play well in offense against against the Packers. The Packers didn't allow anything and I, I know it's tough conditions and I think it'll be better this week. But that run game is perfect for playoff football and I mean, they're coming up as good as good a defense in the league with Aaron Donald kind of really hitting his stride now in the postseason. But I think it the, the biggest component of this game for me is sooner or later Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to win a game for this team, and it's going to come down to him yeah. making a clutch throw, the kind that we saw Matthew Stafford make with kind of forty two seconds left at the weekend. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to do that sometime, and not rely on a special teams disaster from the Packers or. Kind of this incredible run game or this Nick Bosa led defense and Fred Warner, it's going to have to come down to him at some time and maybe that will be this weekend and we'll get to see him get that that spotlight on him. But I I do, I do back the Rams. I think until those fumbles late on in the weekend, they looked good. Odell has really come on to, into his own now. Kind of seeing that maybe he wasn't a problem in Cleveland, then he is a star made for this stage. I, I do think the Rams are. I've got to be edge in this one at
0: the moment. The it feels like with the 49ers, with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, whilst he's not necessarily uh playing awfully, he's not necessarily losing games because obviously they have won several in a row. But as you say, because he's not winning them, he is the outlier almost in these four these four quarterbacks that are in the the, the title games. You know, he's not the one that is making those yeah. special plays. Um which means two things really it means that they are probably i don't know it's difficult to say that they are the underdog in this game because as you you know as they have won twice this uh this year but it does mean that unless he wins the Super Bowl, he's probably not a 49er next year anyway
1: yeah that's the interesting thing i mean i kind of would love to see him go and do it you know yeah because he's had so people been kind of shutting him down all year just waiting for trey lance to come through and I felt bad for Jimmy G because he's had to put up with a lot and after losing that Super Bowl a couple of years ago I'd love to see him do it and I'd love to see Carl Shanahan do it because he's he's had to put up with similar criticism for kind of choking down the stretch a bit but
0: Bengals 49ers uh Super Bowl how likely Oh that would be a weird Super Bowl it would be no. one that I wouldn't have anticipated even even 2 weeks ago
1: No I wouldn't I wouldn't be uh, object to it. It would be an interesting one. Maybe the toughest to call in, in ages. Yeah, I can see that,
0: yeah. Can you call it?
1: I, I'd, I'd give the 49ers the edge just because I think that I feel like they're a more rounded team. If Jimmy G can turn up, I think they're a, a really good
0: team. I, I, I'll tell you what you, we can do right now is that we can both be fully accountable for this. <laughs> who who is going to make the super bowl as it stands i'm i'm saying chiefs rams that's where i go i'm going okay I'll, I'll be slightly different just for the sake of whatever yeah. uh i'll say chiefs 49ers though i think rams have got will have that extra motivation to beat the 49ers i mean they'll have motivation to get into the super bowl again but they'll have that extra motivation to beat the 49ers but Chiefs 49ers, Although I'll be honest, we've had that we've had that Super Bowl recently, and uh, it wasn't a classic, if I remember. So the the good thing about that if we did
1: get that rematch, there was a throw Jimmy Garoppolo missed to Emmanuel Sanders. I think it was we're inside the final two minutes, and if he'd have, if he'd have landed it, I think he overthrew him. It would have been a touchdown. Forty ers would have led inside the final two minutes, and he kind of missed it, and it's like a. Almost redemption waiting for it. Redemption. That's, yeah, that'd be a really interesting one. I do I'd, love the redemption. I'd love to see Debo Samuel for, for, two, for two more games. Great. Say that again. I'd love to see Debo Samuel as well. Who doesn't want to watch De- Debo Samuel for two more games?
0: Debo Samuel, who is who will be drafted uh, in the uh, the first five picks of uh, yeah. fantasy uh, come uh, August. Um, all right, uh, Cam, thank you so much for joining me on the uh, on the Rock and Roll American Football. Thank you uh, for your prediction. And do you know what? This time next week, it might be that we can uh, just say, oh, how wrong we were. How wrong we were. Debo Samuel was awful. And uh, it's Bengals 49ers in the Super Bowl. Uh, we shall see. Thank you very much, Cam. The no prof, thank you for having me. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast, Absolute Radio.